Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. 11 million Facebook fans, 2 million on Instagram. Trent Shelton is who you are going to hear from on today's interview for the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. And if this is your first time here, we're so excited. The way that this works is we do the interview as one episode, and then my wife and business partner, AJ, her and I come back in a subsequent following episode and do our debrief and recap there of sort of like the show highlights yeah, just kind of the Cliff Notes version and the action items and the takeaways. But Trent has so much value that he shares the true story of how this guy has built from scratch just a, a monster platform and online following. So I know you're going to love it. You're going to hear some behind the scenes struggles and truths and the, the story about how he did it. So make sure that you listen to the whole interview and then stay tuned to catch the follow-up debrief here in uh, a little while. So we're going to get started just after this message. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. So as you know, you've been watching here. I've been introducing you to several of my friends that I've known for years. And there's a couple people like Les Brown and others that I just meeting for the first time. Well, this man, Trent Shelton, is someone I feel totally honored to connect with. I've been following him for maybe like a year or so, and I love what he is all about. So he's got a, he's got a really cool story and a monster platform, which we're going to talk to him about. So he's a former NFL wide receiver. He's a founder of a Christian nonprofit. But just to like give you some stats here that he was willing to kind of just share, he has 10.7 million followers on Facebook. Coming up on 2 million on Instagram, over 1 billion views on YouTube. He's spoken in 20 countries. He's had over 100,000 people come to his own events. So for those of you that like run your own workshops and summits and events, he's doing that. And he reaches 60 million people a week through his videos and theme rehab time. And just to give you some context, you know, one of our friends and mentors, a guy named Dave Ramsey, some of you probably know. They reach about 15 million people a week just on their radio show. But, you know, that's at Dave Ramsey's size. You know, that's the numbers that we're talking about here. So Trent is making a huge impact in the world. His book is called The Greatest You. That's the book that just came out. It's doing awesome. And uh, he's just awesome. But I'm meeting him for the first time uh, personally here along with you. So Trent, thanks for making some time for us, man. man thanks for having me, brother. I really appreciate you, you know, sharing your platform and um, 
just being who you are, what you bring to the world, man. So thank you. So tell me about kind of just like, how did you start your personal brand and why? And I, I, you know, I know kind of like, you know, the NFL is like the height of your vision as a kid. And then one day it comes to an end and like, it's interesting to look back and go, man, God had something bigger for you, which is hard to imagine. But in that moment, I have to think that it, it wasn't easy to like leave the NFL. Yeah, not at all. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like that was my, I mean, my life. I mean, since I was, I couldn't could remember. I mean, I had two older brothers, so they played sports. So that's what I wanted to do, you know, ever since I could walk. You know, of course, you know, that dream happened. You know, it, it didn't go the way I planned it to go. But it was hard to let go because that was my identity. Like everything about my life was wrapped around sports. And I know mm. somebody listening can relate. Maybe it's not sports. Maybe it's a, you know, job or relationship or, or something. And so that was how I defined myself. It was always, you know, and people define me by that. You know, Trent, the NFL player, Trent, the Baylor Bear, Trent, the yeah. North Crowley High School receiver. And so I didn't know who I was without that. And so that's why I was so afraid to let go and walk into the calling. I believe that God had, well, I know now, but God had in my life, even though there were, there were signs of what I do now. There were signs throughout my whole entire life. Even me being eight years old, people were speaking into my life. But I'm like, if I let go of this, like, how am I going to pay the bills? Like, are people still going to care about me? You know, who am, what am I going to do about just, I had so much significance wrapped into that and how I let go of it. You know, it was, it was funny because I got pushed. The love was for, for football was gone. Right. And I knew that, like, I didn't love the game anymore, but I was doing it because, you know, obviously what else am I going to do in my life? I got a push from a friend. Uh, his name is Jonathan Evans, Dr. Tony Evans. If you're familiar with Dr. Evans, uh, his son, and they had been in his church and, you know, me and Jonathan, we were at Baylor together as teammates. And then we spent time with the Redskins and we happened to be roommates in the off season in Washington. So we spent a lot of time together and you know, yes, a powerful family. He's like, man, like there's something about you, man. When you speak and when you talk, he's like, even though you don't talk much, he's like, when you talk, there's something about you. <laughs> and and uh, to fast forward, maybe a year or two later, he invites me to his church. I didn't want to do it. He talks me into it. And I'm still trying to play arena football. I'm trying to do all these things still, even though I didn't love the game anymore. I literally had to be in New Orleans to play for the voodoo. That's actually that Friday. But I called the coach and say, Hey, my friend wants me to speak at his church. And this used to be, can I come Saturday? The coach is like, all right, cool. So I do this event. Um, it's a five, 10 minute speech in front of, you know, thousands of kids. I prepare the whole night before I get on stage and I have stage fright, freeze up. And in that moment, I still said these three words before I do anything. I just said, God, use me. And to make a long story short, it was in that moment that I knew, like, this was my calling for my life. I didn't have any other evidence besides just my faith. It wasn't, you know, people were watching videos or, you know, people were bringing me in to speak. But I just had that feeling that this was it. So I, I left football in that moment. And literally within the next, I would say, half a year to a year, you know, rehab time took off. You know, so I walked into it blindly from rock bottom and videos. What I mean by taking off videos started to go viral. People started to catch on. And, you know, that's where it started. At. So I want to talk about that. So, so these videos, I mean, they're incredible. Like they're so, they're so moving and, and you have a very like, you know, rawness, I think uninhibited, you know, like this ability to kind of go from your heart to your tongue, like, and, and uh, make that a short distance. 
how do you come up with the content that you post? And this is like, just for people to have reference, you've been doing this for years. So it's not like, you know, your first year, it's like on an author world, we always talk about how the first book is the easy one to write. Cause that's your whole <laughs> life It's the second one. That's really hard. Like you've been doing this a long time and you're still, you're pumping out these videos. Like where do you come up with the concept or the content, like the ideas? Yeah. So yeah, I started probably making videos 2009, probably 2010, started rehab time, the decision in 2009. So it's been, been a decade. And at first, like you said, a lot of those videos at first were like, for me, it was like my healing. Like mm-hmm. I was almost talking to myself. The t-shirts that I made at the time were like, for me, were, it was a reminder for myself. And when I talk about rehab, like I literally started rehab time, not for anybody else. Rehab time was for me. Like it was never to be a speaker, never to start a brand. It was just those words to be like mind, body, and soul. Let's put strengths back into these weaknesses. And so as time progressed and, you know, I started to heal, I started to become stronger and grow. Then I started to just observe. And so a lot of my content now comes from what I see, comes from my community. I mean, I get messages I mean, thousands every single day with people with, with issues or with problems or trends. How do I do this? Or how did I, how, how do I do that? And so one thing I tell, you know, influencers or, you know, coaches is pay attention to your community. Your community will tell you, you know, what they need or tell you what's going on. And nine times out of 10, if, if it's, you know, a person that's going through something, I can bet you, you know, a hundred other people are going through it too. So yeah. I pick a lot now from my community. I think that's, that's also such a simple thing, right? It's just like take one question and then you basically take one issue or one question, you make a video out of it. So how do you like constructing the video? I think is really intimidating, particularly like, you know, watching you or Jay Shetty or someone like the level you guys are at right now is pretty intimidating. But you know, if, if you were just starting today and didn't have kind of the following and you, you know, I I'd love to hear a little bit about your team, like just how you produce the actual video and how do you kind of take it yeah. from, okay, like here's this idea I have, how do I actually go from this question that I get from my audience to shooting it and then editing? Like, did you edit your own videos in the beginning? So, yeah, when I, when I first started, I had no production. Like I didn't have a content producer. I didn't have a guy shooting my videos. I literally had my iPhone. And if you watch my very first videos on YouTube, you'll see I had a computer. It was a, it was a webcam at first. And then I went to my iPhone. And so I had, you know, a lot of people call those, they, I, I still hear today. I remember the red wall videos and I still do my red wall type of videos, but yeah, it was just me in front of a red wall. Or, and that was it. I'll be sitting at my apartment kitchen table at times. I'll be, you know, in my office at times once I moved to my house. And I literally would just pick up my phone and just go and just speak from the heart. I think, you know, I, I think a lot of people struggle with any type of content is they try to make it perfect, right? They're like, oh, it has to be, I have to say the right things. I have to, you know, I can't stumble. And I tell people, just speak from the heart, right? I mean, you can instruct notes and that's great. Or you can even write it out if you want to, but just make sure it comes from the heart. And so, yeah, that's all I had at first. I didn't have what I have now. Now... You know, I have, I still do my iPhone videos. People still see those. And then the videos that, I, that a lot of the world sees, I guess, that go super viral are usually, I call them reality videos. So I'm talking to a lot of the videos. It's my sister-in-law or it's one of my friends. And the thing about it is, even though those videos are recorded, it's not real time on my son. Those are real issues that, 
they have dealt with or are currently dealing with. And so when I get these topics, I think about it, and then I say, okay, well, who in my life, because these aren't, like, I don't go find actors, you know? These are just real people that I know. So oh, like, who see, in that's, my life? That's, that's fascinating to just know that. Like, that's really interesting. Yeah, everybody in my videos are, are people close to me. Like, nobody's an actor. Like, every our actress. Everybody that you see in my videos are people that I know, literally. Like, they're I don't, messed up in real life. <laughs> you go, yeah, they they, all they, struggling with this problem. Or, or, you know, or they, even if they're not there at that time. They did they, at they, one. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it's real for them. So I think about that. I'm like, okay, who's went through this in my life? And the ironic thing about it is, most people have went through most things I've talked about. You know, most people have had those struggles. And so I think about that. So I reach out and then we have a conversation. We talk about it like off camera. And then I think about my own life. I always go back to my own life and say, because it has to be real for me. Okay. In my life, when, you know, I didn't have, I lost friends. Like, how did that feel? You know, like, what was my emotions that I went through? And I, and I think about that because I try to place myself in the shoes of the person that's watching the video. So from there, I give the idea to his name is Shane. Shane produced all my videos, and Shane's incredible. And he brings it to life. He says, well, let's shoot it here, or let's do it here or there. And after we shoot it, and really it doesn't take much time. I'm going to be honest with you. We have one, I have one guy, you know, one camera. He mm. shoots it. He does his thing. He's incredible. And that's pretty much it, and we give it to the world. But I always make sure that everything that I say comes from a real place. Like I make sure, because I just feel like it's hard to explain, but I feel like when you're, when you're coming from a real place, it tends to be more relatable, you know, and people grab to it. So I'm not talking about a perfect thing, but a real thing. So that's kind of how I think about it when I construct my videos. So you basically, even now you come up with this idea and then you have one partner that you say, Hey man, like, this is what I'm thinking. And then you kind of just like, figure it out come up with a concept you go shoot it and then he edits it together and then that's it that's it i, I don't have a huge team you know? and i know this might be very encouraging for somebody listening you know you know you look at me and you think oh well, he probably has all these cameras and and yeah. no I have, I have one guy who shoots it and one guy who edits it and literally it takes us like to shoot it it might take us 30 45 minutes if that and it just depends on the location because we go out in public and shoot it. So, I mean, we just did one in New York on the subway. So that took a little bit longer because everybody was like watching and asking questions, but I have a very small team that gets it done. So how do you find a Shane? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, is, is he just like a, a is he like an, a full-time employee or is he just like a, yeah, he is. Okay. So this is his job. So, so. Yeah. So, so it's his job. It's full time, but how I came across Shane and it's all about, you know, in, I don't know if it's a perfect formula to, if I say, hey, do this or do that. You know, it's just, I believed in what he did. So the funny thing about Shane, how this, it's a guy moment. And I'll tell a short version of it. So I had a, a tour I was doing called Under His Influence, right? We had videos in the tour. Like I'm very cinematic when I do speaking engagements of my own. Like it's a whole, you know, performing arts theater. And I try to bring every emotion, you know, in that building. And so we had videos going and, I, I wasn't really, I liked the videos, but I wasn't just sold out. And I had a person on my team at that time that that was their, you know, that was their thing. So I just let them run with it. Um, that person ended up finding another job. And so I had my hometown event and in Fort Worth and I wanted to make it special. I was like, man, I want to make this event everything, you know? So I was like, man, I need somebody who can bring these visuals to life how I want it. Ironically, my graphic designer 
I went to him because I was like, he's he's just artistic. He has to know somebody. So I hit up Ryan. He said, man, I got the perfect person for you. So he hits up Shane. Shane gives me his price. Shane is pretty expensive at that. He's pretty expensive. So at that time, I'm like, man, I was like, I don't know. Like, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm going to just go for it. I'm going to put it all in, even if I have to break even on my event, whatever. So at that time, rehab time was still growing. And within a, three weeks, he puts together this crazy visual for the whole like for the whole event, like it's just everything is perfect. I fall in love with the visuals, and from there we started creating videos. And I was paying him as a contractor, like, hey, I need to shoot this video. Then he was at working at a church. He was unhappy at the church, and so I reached. I said, Shane, man, how about like if I I, I can't pay you probably what you're worth, but I can and I can pay you more than that church is paying you, and we can grow together. And I promise you, we'll keep you know impacting the world and grow together. And I promise you one day I'll give you the value that you deserve. And he believed in it. And he believed in the vision. He believed in what I was doing. And that's how that relationship created. And he ended up becoming full time for me. And it was a great decision. Man, that is, that is awesome. So, well, I love that. And I, I love just the realness of that. Thanks for sharing. So those are the videos, which are epic. What about yeah. your, 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 like your social media presence? Like, yeah. Do you have like a schedule that you follow or a posting process or like every day from these hours I'm on and like responding to DMS yeah. and like, that's a, it's so much, man. Like you're you, <laughs> thousands of people. Like what's your process like? Yeah. So in the beginning year, well, I was all up to like last year, I was doing pretty much everything because I wanted to, I just felt super connected when I was doing it. But I started to realize as my life started to grow personally, you know, my kids and I'm, I'm a coach for my son's football team. And, you know, a lot of stuff picked up this year, obviously, with this book. And my wife is pregnant. And so I said, uh, to let this starting this year, I said, OK, let me trust someone on my team to be able to uh, that knows me really well to be able to pull certain content, schedule it here or there. But I trust them with it. And so. As far as me, I spend a lot of time in my inbox, right? As far as me posting, I don't post as much personally. Like, I don't go in my phone and post it. I have someone who helps me do that. But as far as I spend about an hour to two a day in my direct messages, because like I said, I feel like that's where I get the feedback, the information. That's where I can help people directly. And that's what excites me, like being in there. And so, yeah, I limit it to like an hour, you know, some days maybe two, but at least an hour a day and getting it in my inbox. And as far as scheduling, like every single day, I mean, we put out content, you know, we just put out value to the world. Sometimes it's great, you know, content. I think I'll take that back. I feel like every bit of content is great. I think we get caught up sometimes in numbers, but every day is not going to be a viral video, but every day is going to be something impactful that someone needs because someone might not need that viral video, but they might need that iPhone video that you pick up and talk for one minute that touches their life more than any production video would ever have. So we make sure daily, you know, we put out content, whether it's twice a day on Instagram, whether it's resharing old stuff on Facebook, putting new stuff on Facebook, whether it's sharing someone else's stuff, we just make sure we're bringing value to the world in a positive way every single day. I love that. So the kind of what is that frequency of you go, okay, you know, me and Shane are going to go shoot and like, yeah. like a really awesome video. How often are you doing that versus I'm um, doing, you know, a live or a story or a, yeah. Know. So stories and lives, my lives, I don't have a set schedule with my lives. I feel 
I, this is just me. Some people are different. Like some people love the structure of that and it works. I mean, I have friends that go live every single day and it's awesome for them. But for me, I, I feel less creative when I'm in a set thing. So I try to just go live once or twice a week for sure. Different times, just when I'm feeling usually after workout or when I'm running. As far as the viral videos, we try to at least put out two a month, right? Definitely one, but at least try to put out two a month. It gives Shane to time to edit. So me and Shane, we pretty much front load the month. So like New York, New York, we had we went up there three extra days. We shot five videos, you know. So me and Shane probably won't shoot the rest for for a little while while he edits those videos and get those videos going. And in the meantime, every single week I'm doing my red wall videos. So if you ever see me with rehab in the back, like in my office, I do those every single week because that takes nothing to do, right? It just takes me. 10 minutes to go in there, shoot a video. I can upload that, give it to my team. And that's an easier process than, of course, the, you know, getting people together and, you know, find a location, all of that. But we front load that and it gets changed the whole entire month to be able to edit and get those out to the world. So he kind of focuses on those two. And then you're kind of just like, you know, putting up the little like raw videos in your feed and all that stuff. Like you just, exactly. Do you batch all those together too? Or do you shoot them like yeah. You do. Yeah, I do all those. I do all those. I mean, I, I, I enjoy, like, I always enjoy video editing because I did so much for myself. Like, I mean, even though it was just iMovie, you know, stuff like that back in the day. But I enjoy, you know, putting the videos together at times, putting picking the instrumentals and stuff like that that I put behind my words at times and picking the titles and stuff like that. So I enjoy doing that. Man, that is so cool. I love the faith in this whole thing. Even like we were talking about, like, Shane, like, it was a pretty big leap of faith for you to go. I'm just, I can't afford it, but I'm going to do it. And then he's yeah. going to do it. And then you're like, I think if we do it, like we could do something big and then, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll pay off for us. I, I think that's really awesome. So, you know, I think people are always, always wanting to know, like, how do I create a bigger following? And, and I think yeah. more, more though, the conversation has shifted to how do I really create more of an engaged an engaged following? Is the key to that just the the time and DMs? Like, do you feel like that's it, or is, is yeah. there anything else you would say that like? Because you you get like all the comments and all. I mean, you have like so much engagement too. It's not just the volume. Yeah, so I'm trying to put this like without a like 30 minute answer. Cause I I, I'm, I'm, I I geek out or stuff like this. Cause I don't I don't know. I don't talk about it much, but when I do, I love it because yeah. I go by this 3C formula, especially when I post, and I'll kind of say what I think the overall thing is for people watching this. But I would say when you're when you're online, I think there's a simple formula that you should follow in all your posts. And number one is 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 content, right? You want high quality content, and when I say high quality, I don't mean production wise, right? I just mean real content for your audience, and everybody's audience is different. You got to find what your magnet is, and what I mean by that is what is it about you that is going to make you break through in your space, right? For me, and I, and I ask my audience, by the way, I ask my audience all the time, like, why do you follow me? And or I ask my mom or my friends or my family, like, what is it about me that stands out? And when you figure that out, you can bring that out more. So for me, obviously, it's my realness is just my bluntness is straight to the point, you know, like I say, every video, as real as I can put it, just straight up talk. And so, uh, I bring that out because I realize that's what people need from me. And that's where, you know, I guess my, I would say my calling is in this space. So high quality content, whatever that means for you. Number two is, you know, we talked about copy, right? In the marketing world, captions in the influencer world. Like you want to make sure 
that when you post something, you just don't post it, but you bring an emotion behind it. Like, why is it? Like, why is this picture special? What does it mean to you? Uh, why is this video special? What do you want people to get out of it? And even like a sub part of that is, you know, a strong call to action in everything that you do. If you watch my videos, one of the most brilliant, simplest things that I do is I tell people what to do. I say, hey, if you like this video, go dro or drop a heart if you feel this. And people are like, it's the simplest thing, but that creates engagement, right? Or I say, hey, share this with two people. If you don't say anything, people aren't going to do anything. I can pretty much guarantee that. So tell people what you want to do. That increases the chances of them doing it. And then the last C is conversation, right? You want your content to create conversation. People love to put in their two cents, especially on social media. So if you ask a question, people will give you answers. In my videos, even if I don't ask the question, I know when I make this content, people are going to put in their two cents. And I never create anything negative where I try not to, where it's a negative thing, but I want people to talk. I don't want it just to be about me. And I think when you get into the mindset of that, when you create your content and your posts and social media, it really helps. And then the main thing that I was going to say is community. And I know a lot of people talk about this, but one of the best things that I did was I started my video with, hey, rehabbers across the world. Turn your name, turn numbers, right, into a name. Give your social media following a name. And it might sound corny, but I promise you, everybody wants to be a part of something. So my community, literally, they're the ones that are sharing the videos. They're the ones that are telling their friends. They're the ones that are making the comments. They're the ones that are creating engagement. I can just put out the content. I don't know millions of people across the world, right? And so the more you pour into your community, like it's me in the DMs, right? I'll send an audio so people know because sometimes they'll be like, oh, this is not Trent. I'll send a video to people. I'll take time to call my customers when they order a shirt and say, hey, thank you. I appreciate it. After events, I'll meet everybody, you know? I would do these things because not because I want to pat on the back because I truly care because I know I am, my brand is nothing without those that support it. And so when you have that mindset of really giving value to your community and building a community, those people will take you further, you know, than you ever could have took yourself. I love that. I love that. Look at that little formula action. We call that frameworks around brand builders. Yeah. Trent's got four frameworks for you all. So Trent, where do you want people to go? I have one other question for you, but before we do that, where do you want people to go if they want to connect with you? Clearly you're findable in many places. For sure. The best spot, I mean, social media, if you just, whatever your favorite platform, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, is just at Trent Shelton and I'll pop up. My website is TrentShelton.com. If you want to dive into more of other stuff, you can go there. So Cool. All right, man. So this is, this is my last question. Actually, we geek out over this stuff. Clearly this is our full-time business and it's just like, Ooh, give me your C's and your schedule. Like, yeah. You've been so over the top generous with sharing like behind the scenes, which I know our community is just going to light up. Like they're going to love like how practical this has been. I want to kind of end with a little bit more of an emotional conversation about, you know, there is a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of people producing content and, you know, if somebody is out there and it's like, they feel like they're doing this stuff, like they're trying to produce high quality content they're, you know, they're trying to be emotional. They're trying to create conversation and community, but at the end of the day, they feel like no one is really listening. And, you know, they're kind of wondering like, is this really worth it? And like, you know, how come, you know, Rachel Hollis becomes Rachel Hollis and Brendan becomes Brendan and Trent becomes Trent, but like, it's not happening for me. 
and they just don't feel like anyone is listening, like what would you say to that person? Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is, you know, you can't compare your journey with someone else's. And that's easier said than done in this social media world. I think we all do it. You know, I can look out and be like, oh man, like this person is killing it more than me. You know, when you get into that, you lose appreciation for what God has blessed you with. And you start to live in a place of envy. You start to live in a place of just unappreciation and it starts to drain you. And so I would say you this, understand that your race is your race. Whether you're going to reach one person or 1 million people, it has to come from a place of I'm doing this also for myself, like, you know, I'll backtrack on, you know, I'll rewind when I first said I started this rehab time was for me. These videos, even though I know they're impacting people, literally I would do this if no one followed me. And the truth is I did, you know, for years, I wouldn't get on stages. I wouldn't, you know, getting millions of video views. Like you can go back and look, it's facts. I did this because this was my healing. I did this because it was a promise that I made to my friend that committed suicide. My best friend, that's why I started doing this. And so when you have a reason like that, all these other external things don't matter. And I see so many people, you know, lose themselves or lose their work or have their work be defined by external things. You're special not because someone likes your video, not because of how many followers you have. You're special in my eyes because God created you that way. And then once you really own that and you try your hardest not to let these external numbers and all these things control how you feel about yourself— I think that's when you'll tap into, you know, your true power. And when you tap into your true power, you know, everything else, it'll grow, it'll go the way it's supposed to go. You know, and, and I'll tell you this, like somebody watching this and like, oh, I wish I had 11 million. I'm going to tell you right now, as they say, you know, more, it's funny in the social media world, it's like more followers, more complications, more problems and stuff like that. It's not easy. It's not easy. So, you know, watch what you wish for, because it is a lot, you know, it is a lot. I have to juggle, you know, my family, I have to juggle this and, I'm good because this is what God has called me to do and I can handle it, but appreciate yours and appreciate your life and appreciate your journey because everybody's going to have their moment. Everybody's going to have their seasons and everybody's life is going to look different. So I think when you appreciate yours, I think that like opens up the floodgates for everything else to take place, but it starts with appreciation of where you're at. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for the inspiration and for the transparency, not just here, but in all the videos and what you're doing and your wife too, your, your wife, congratulations on the pregnancy. We have a two and a half year old, and then we have a two month old. So, you know, I see, I like see the pictures that she posts and I was like, Oh yeah, we're just like, we're just there. Like we're just barely in front of you. Yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. So we wish you and uh, your family the best, man. God bless you. Thank you, brother. God bless you too, man. I appreciate you. That's all we've got for this edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Hey, one thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in either iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us on social media and please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. Thank you.